Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. We're learning a lot more about this evil, godless evil that descended on a Christian school at the hands of somebody who wanted to murder Christians. See, you're not used to hearing that, right? You're, you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not used to hearing that. The media has completely, actually, not only have they whitewashed a lot of the details, they're trying to turn this around and make this about bigotry towards trans people. So now we're hearing that her family, see, and we're dead naming now. Shouldn't it be him? He, him, they, Adrian Hale? Why are we calling this person Adrian Hale? Trans activists have fought bitterly to prevent families from burying dead family members in the appearance of their pre-transition gender under their birth name. So if you have a son who, I guess, transitions, whether socially or fully, you know, bottom surgery, and then dies, and then you cut that individual's hair off, you put them in a suit, you don't put them in makeup, other than, you know, mortuary makeup, and you bury them under their birth name. Trans activists have fought to stop that. But here's the media saying, Audrey, 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 because they don't want to drill down the point that this person was trans, or at least presented as trans, or non-binary, or whatever. They've cast that out. They're focusing more on the gun and alleged trans bigotry, and now they're going to start blaming the parents. But we also have a detail that this person was being treated for mental and emotional issues. Now, when we say, when we say that people who have mental issues, we don't want people with mental issues buying guns. Now, we have to be careful with that because what does that mean? Does that mean every veteran who's had even the slightest hint of PTSD should lose their Second Amendment rights? No. But if you're being treated for deep mental issues that may relate to your gender. Now, Andrew, are you going to say transgender people shouldn't own guns? not going to say that either. I'm not going to say that either. The right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Being trans is not illegal, right? Let's be clear. And I didn't bring it in today. I might bring it in tomorrow. I tweeted out the cover and then I, I took it down because I want to <clears throat> I want to bring in the copy of the book. Homosexuality in American Psychiatry by Dr. Ronald Baer, published 1981. Dr. Ronald Baer, who I believe is still affiliated with Columbia University, and the book is through Princeton Press, wrote that in the 1970s, and he if you read the book, is somebody who believes in gay rights. But what he doesn't believe in was the process of how sexual orientation or sexual deviancy was removed from the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Illnesses. Now, let's be clear. Somebody could have a deviancy and not be dangerous Right. So if you want to say, well, Andrew, they used to say homosexuality was a a mental issue. okay, but does it does it make the person dangerous? Probably no more than anybody else. Right. So it might be a demon. We know that we know that sex intercourse for the purpose of sex is to procreate. That's its purpose. 
This is one of the reasons why sex and gender can't just be divorced. The idea that gender is a social construct. You know, one half of the population is meant to carry babies. That's it. And 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 you know, we we are we are as the most developed animals still have breeding rituals. You know, we've you know, the human version is dating and arguing and buying rings and all that stuff. But if you don't think animals, females, when they're in heat, seek to attract a mate, of course they do. And in the animal kingdom, males will fight over, you know, fertile females. We are more advanced. It's not, I'm not saying we don't fight over girls. You've probably seen plenty of bar fights. You know, do you ever know why B.B. King called his guitar Lucille? Never heard that story? Why B.B. King names his guitar Lucille? Every one of B.B. King's guitars was named Lucille because he was playing at an old uh, Buckets of Blood, what they called the Chitlin, Chitlin Circuit Blues Clubs. And two guys got into a fight over a girl and somehow a fire started and burned down the club. And when he found out the woman's name that started the fight, he said, well, if that's worth burning down the bar for, I'm going to name my guitar Lucille. Wine 695 Patriot. So yes, we're the most advanced animals, but we still have breeding rituals that are animalistic. And the fact is that sex is there for procreation. Now, am I going to sit behind this microphone and say people don't do it for fun? Of course they do. We have all sorts of stuff people do to each other. People do all sorts of weird things with their bodies. Okay? Things that nature never intended. Okay? We put things in places where that was, that was, your body wasn't constructed to do that. But whatever. Again, deviant, not dangerous. We're pretending. We're pretending that there isn't a mental health issue attached to this. There is. But back in 1973, a man named Frank Camney and the Gay Liberation Front led a full frontal assault against the American Psychiatric Association. And what this book details is how over the period of 1973, 1974, and 1975, they increased their hostilities and started to attract the attention of young psychiatrists who became more beholden to their left-wing politics than their academic pedigrees. And he writes in the book, and specifically the crescendo of the book on this is chapter four, The Politics of Diagnosis. He basically shows you that, and what he's, his worry about this was, was it wasn't a question of whether or not gay people have rights. They do. He said the removal of homosexuality and other, other sex-related issues like gender dysphoria were not removed because they presented new research. Nobody had done any research and said, look, we had this all wrong. We've run a bunch of tests or we have... You know, we have this these series of reports peer-reviewed. It was just removed because of a pressure campaign on the board of directors of the American Psychiatric Association. Period. End of story. Chapter four. So when we look at somebody, where am I going with this? Somebody who's being treated for mental illness. We say, well, that they're not mentally ill. They're just trans. Well, that would be like saying... 
well, okay, you're, you're obese, but we're not going to tell you that's unhealthy because of body diversity. That we don't want to insult your fat community or something, so we're going to pretend that being obese is not really an unhealthy state of being. Now, we've said this before. When we look at this community, mental health providers normally, normally would say you need to learn to be happy with who you are. You need to, now, if there are some people that are just untreatable, okay, just untreatable, and no matter what you try, they will never love themselves, they will never love their bodies, they will never accept this is how God or nature, if you feel like going that way, that this is that they are so stricken with a d- dysphoria that they must undergo some form of transition. I I feel bad, but the fact of the matter is, we're not we're now at the point where it's considered it's considered malpractice to even attempt to provide some form of therapy to somebody who might think I'm a boy who should be a girl or a girl who should be a boy. And really, if you break down the statistics, the majority, the I am jazz phenomenon really is not the majority. It seems like what's really happening, what really seems to be happening is more young women are undergoing very quickly double mastectomies. Double mastectomies. Now, maybe it's because the feeling is, even though if needing reversal to be reversed, that although you won't be able to breastfeed a child in your life at a time when most women don't breastfeed, that you can reverse that with implants, no different than if you were dealing with a breast cancer survivor. But this person, make no mistake, was being treated for mental illness and still was able to legally purchase a gun. Now, either the system failed or this person's mental health providers didn't think that whatever it was they were being treated for was worthy of triggering some kind of red flag. And now what we're seeing, yesterday I noticed, I saw Molly Hemingway's tweet that Sean Davis over at The Federalist was in fact, along with Marjorie Taylor Greene and a bunch of other people, I believe... It might have been Betty Johnson or Jack Pozabiak or whoever. Anyone that tweeted that Day of Vengeance, Trans Day of Vengeance posting was put in Twitter jail as I was yesterday. This Saturday. Now, it could amount a whole lot of nothing, okay? It could totally amount to a whole lot of nothing. But there's something scheduled called the Trans Day of Vengeance. Then you have this Democrat spokesperson who basically uh, put up a tweet holding a gun saying something like, this is how we treat transphobes. And you see the mayor of Chicago, same thing, saying it's a call to arms. There are there are postings of people posting with AR-15s basically saying they're going to have their vengeance. Uh, Not only is it one gun, I'm sorry, it's double guns. It's the spokesperson for Katie Hobbs in Arizona, Jocelyn Berry. So now we're getting these threats of violence. Now, I want to know, is the FBI investigating these people? You can look on my Twitter feed. I put up one. 
an individual posing in front of a trans flag with body armor, an AR-15, and a pistol. Now, this AR looks to be a short-barreled rifle. I hope it's uh, registered with the federal government. By the way, your pistol braces are going to become illegal over the next, I think it was 120 days from January 12th or 13th. You're going to have 120 days to register your pistol brace AR as a short barrel rifle or, I guess, turn it in. But anyway, two things. Is the FBI investigating any of these people? And is the FBI planning to have any confidential informants at the Trans Day of Vengeance this Saturday? And you know what we still haven't gotten? The explanation. I see some conspiracy theories are out there that uh, Aiden Hale's sneakers apparently have changed from the moment Aiden Hale walked into the building from when Aiden Hale was shot by police. And I've seen some explanations that it was just the nature of the camera, that the vans uh, appear to be black and white, even though they have a, a flame pattern on them. I've also seen questions about why didn't we see a whole lot of blood from point-blank shots with a rifle? And how did that anti-gun lobbyist from Washington, D.C. get on the scene so quickly? No, I don't do conspiracy theory stuff. Just so you know, I'm not talking about crisis actors. Just just, just telling you what I'm reading. Wine 695 patriot 957-2874. We are right. They are wrong. That is the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.